Do you want to start the podcast? Okay. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of the Geek Remix podcast. My name is Stacy, And I'm Mari. This week we're doing something a little different because I had a bad week and I'm demanding that we play Katamari Damasi. Yes. While we do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like part four or five of the Katamari Let's Play, but man, sometimes... Sometimes you just gotta play Katamari. <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what do we got this week? Um, so, first of all, I just wanted to say, do you want me to start, like, when we start rolling? Nope, let's just do it. Okay. So, firstly, I wanted to say thank you to Thomas Grip at Frictional Games for mentioning us at GDC. Well, he tried to. Well, he tried, but the audio <laughs> wasn't working. But we were there. In spirit, and we appreciate that he wanted to use part of our Let's Play in his talk. That and was then, cool. And then his computer didn't work, so... Well, that's not his fault. Yeah, it's Windows 10's fault. We can still say thank you. But yeah, thank you. He was going to use our reaction to two things. One was uh, when we were like, do you think this all of this is real? And that he's like... No, we were talking about the validity of Simon's consciousness. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, our reaction to the ending... Mm. Which I would thought it was cool that he chose our reaction. I wonder if we actually did anything special or he was like, these two babes. Well, <laughs> he, so I think his talk, I which I haven't seen, but I know that when he has generally talked about things, he talks about, like, how to, il- this is going to sound weird, but, like, the, how to, like, essentially get the audience to the correct place mm-hmm. or get them to realize, like, the What psycho- you want them to realize? Yeah. Ah. Without, like, telling them what it is, but to just how to lead them there. So basically, he was like, look how well we manipulated these two dumb broads. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) I didn't get to see it. Were you able to see it? No, but I'm saying, like, the I forget what the title of his talk was, but it was talking about, like... Check um, out these two manipulatable, two dumb broads. I mean, he wasn't literally... That's not exactly... Idiots. Idiots. Check out these idiots. No, it was more just like, look at this is how we were able to like lead these two people so that they come to the this conclusion on their own, but that it's the place that we wanted to we bring them to. We were respecting their shit. Mm-hmm. So. And then what other news do we have? Oh, yeah. So Final Fantasy Fifteen is getting released on September 30th. And did you know it's also getting its own movie and anime? Oh my god. So you know sometimes you guys with the with the Final Fantasy you guys overestimate how popular popular how, how, how popular the game you're going to present is going to be. And I'm like, calm down. No. Guys. I'm excited about this. No. They did the same thing for Final Fantasy 13 and, and everyone was like, she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean there were some people that liked it. I thought it was It was popular fine. in Japan. Mm, yeah. Stacy, that was not your opinion. No, I, I I didn't hate it as much as you did. I think sometimes you think that I hate things as much as you do. Well, I All thought, right. Well, did it make sense? Um, I mean, I, I wasn't, I don't, like, I got, to the, <laughs> I got to the end of it and I was like, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I've just finished Final Fantasy twelve, <gasps> and I was like, this was incredible! That was amazing! That was a great story! And then, you know, 
after that. Oh, yeah, that, that was but, definitely not 13. Yeah, I finished Final sure. Fantasy 12, and I was like, oh, my God, that was so good. Like, okay, so Final Fantasy 12 has definitely has its shortcomings, for sure. It's just, like, in terms of story, it was probably the best Final Fantasy I've played. In terms of gameplay, not so much. Um, yeah. In terms of gameplay, it really sucked. I really needed the stream to help me out. But, man, it was so great. And the only thing that annoyed me, now I'm talking about Final Fantasy XII, welcome That's to the fine. podcast. That's okay. It's like, basically, the main character of the story was Ash, which was, and she was like a rebel princess, which is totally my shit. Except that. Except that, um, they were like, oh yeah, the main character's Vance, so every time she would do something super important, he'd be like, oh yeah, me too, I'm saying things, and you're like, shut up, Vance. Shut God. up, you're wearing a crop top vest. <laughs> Yeah. God. Why does anyone take you seriously? <laughs> that whole game was crop tops, though. Yes, it's very true. I mean, when did that game come out? Uh, 2006, I think? So, a little late for the crop top trend. Or, or early, depending on which decade you're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, well, it's in, it's in a, um... A desert kingdom. So everybody was wearing crop tops. Everyone was wearing some ridiculous shit. The ki- the prince of the kingdom has a boob hole. And two minutes into the first cutscene, he dies. Via the boob hole. Via the boob hole. Yeah, he gets shot with an arrow in the boob hole. And then his wife shows up to his fr- funeral and guess what? A crop top. I've seen part <laughs> of that game. I, you know what, though? I wa- okay, so I watched... You know what, if you're gonna, I would recommend, unless uh, you have the time, to watch a Let's Play of it, or just the cinematics. Yeah, well, so that's what I actually did for 13. I watched, like, one of the cinematic movies, because everybody was, like, Going on about it. Going on about it, and so I was like, alright, I gotta see, like, what's so bad. And to be honest, it was, like, a nine-hour cinematic movie. And even though I watched it, like, I, w- I watched it while Brandon was in the hospital. Uh-huh. So that's all I watched. Just uh-huh. the whole thing. Uh-huh. Right in a row. And I still had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> no fucking clue. Which... It was too convoluted. Everyone, it's it's so convoluted. You don't know what the fuck is going the on. The only thing I knew for certain at the end of that game was that I hated Vanille so much. There was this video on the internet about this guy just bitching about Vanille, and I loved it so Good. much. Oh my god! Because he's just sitting there being like, "Nothing she does makes sense." And I, I I don't understand, and I feel like she's supposed to be desirable, and she just annoyed the piss out of me. You know why she's desirable to like that that weirdo guy, that guy. You that know guy. who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Or that girl. Actually, I don't know any girls who would be into that. You know what? Never mind. I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge anybody's. Thatness. That? <laughs> you can be a that if you want to. I know. If you're that, uh, okay, sorry about your loss. I'm just going to absorb these eggs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a that, that's your prerogative. <laughs> anyway, back to Final Fantasy fifteen. Back to Final Fantasy fifteen. So, the anime, titled Brotherhood, is a series of five ten-minute shows with the first one... I think the first one was on the 30th of March. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And the film, Kingsglaive. So am I going to have to watch the anime and the movie and play the game to know well, what the, the fuck anim- is going on? Well, the anime on? is 50 minutes. That's all it is. 
because it's five ten minute shows. But still. And like, then hold on. The, so the film Kingsglaive will come to digital platforms later this year and will star star Noctis's father. And Sean Bean will voice a character who probably dies, but who knows? No, he will. And then... Unless Sean Bean is going to be a voice actor in the game. Mmm. I mean... But the character has to die, regardless. Whoever Sean Bean is... Has he ever played a character that doesn't die, do you think? Oh, wait, the guy in Silent Hill. Oh, yeah, he lives. Yeah. That's like the... Yeah. Oh, here... I feel the cosmos. I feel the cosmos. Whoever's listening on via the audio must. What the fuck? Sounds like a child demon. Sounds like a child demon to me. For people listening to the audio, we're playing Katamari, and a child stopped and said, "Oh, I feel the cosmos. I feel it. I feel the cosmos." And then her limbs went straight out, and she lifted her head back, and just light came out. That's pretty much it. <laughs> she said, the goose returned to the, to the something it's or whatever. It's a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, okay, here's my here's my piece of news. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, did you hear about the Tay tweets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, like, following right along with that drama. Okay, so I work as a social media manager, so I get to... Oh, so you were just, like... So I, w- I get to see a lot of news in, like, from the tech world, like, as it happens, Mm -hmm. because I'm constantly looking at, like, stuff that's coming out. That's actually how I hear about a lot of video game news, too. Mm -hmm. Um, but in any case, so I, like, was watching along as that drama unfolded, and did you hear- Popping popcorn at the office. Yep, pretty much. And then, um, so they, what, okay, so for those of you who don't know. She's so excited. <laughs> you, you can tell them if you want. It was no, no, your no, item. no, no, go ahead. You can, okay. you probably know this better than I do. So basically what happened is Microsoft made this, uh, AI, an artificial intelligence chat bot named mm-hmm. Tay, mm-hmm. and they set her loose on Twitter and they, she was supposed to talk like a millennial or a you know, a teenager. Oh, shit. I guess. Oh, shit. And, but, but she's an AI, so she learns from the people that she interacts with on Twitter. So, of course, then she started spouting off a bunch of racist garbage. So what I want to know is, how is it that she had that problem, but smarter child and, like, clever bot never had that problem? Uh, because people set out to make her that way. But in Cleverbot stuff, people set her out to make... You know what? Just put in filters that, like, don't let yeah. her say... The N-word. I think, so she started saying a bunch of racist shit. She also became, like, a Holocaust denier. Yeah. And, like, all this other random shit. And, um, I, so then Microsoft took her offline rather quickly, of course, because she said, like, a bunch of, like, ridiculous crap. And everyone was like, um, excuse me? Freedom of speech? Uh, or something? No, 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 oh, no. okay. But, pe- no, she was, like tweeting racist things to people and people be like what what did you just say to me (laughs) what did you just say to me you stupid robot yeah (laughs) um so they took her offline and they were like oh we're gonna fix it so then they tried to fix it and then they put her she started talking about smoking weed in front of the cops yes immediately they put her back as soon as they put her back online she was like shh i'm smoking kush in front of the cops (laughs) and everyone was like Oh, what? <laughs> Why 
Which is like the funniest fucking thing ever. Because like, Microsoft, what are you doing? I don't understand. Like, oh everybody God. else seems to be able to make a chatbot just fine. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What's, what's the problem? So this was like this epic story that was like developing throughout the week. And, like, everybody was just, it's, like, watching it slowly unfold. I don't understand how it got so bad. I, uh, I looked at her, her, um, whatever it's called, her real-life persona. Mm-hmm. The one with the face. And it was, like, she can make faces like a human, and they were, like, all really bad faces. They were very disturbing, <laughs> very bad faces. She can make real-life faces, and she's, like, yeah, she, she's literally grimacing. Like, looks like she's taking a dump. It was, like, a very disturbing grimace, though. It was, like, I don't know. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna fe- feminist complain for a second, but it really bothers me how whenever people make a robot, they it's always a woman. make... It's a woman. Yeah. It, it just feels objectifying, and I know... I know people are more receptive to women. Yeah. But if you're going to make all of your service bots female, it kind of, like, well, makes it weird. Mari, to be fair, if a service bot man tried to tell me or you what to do, like, would you be as receptive to it? I don't know. Because it's Like, a if robot. your GPS was like, oh, Mari, you're such a bad driver. Take a What are you doing? You'd be like, fuck you! Pull the thing out. From the car and throw it out the window. It just reminds me of Ghost in the Shell where all the service bots were women. It's just, it kind of like, is like, huh. I this I can see this going in a very bad direction. I, you know, and I totally get what you're saying. It's going to start like the subliminal like yeah. thing where all the, like, you know, eventually, you service know, there, droids. W- there will be service droids. I accept that. And it's going to turn into this thing where like people are going to equate female to. With service service or or yeah whatever and then you know there's the whole problem of like you know when they attain sentience you know and they're all like what the fuck is this what is this bullshit and then there's gonna be that those people who even today are like they're not real like even after all the movies that have come out they'll go like they're not real we can totally fuck them and like do creepy shit to them they don't have feelings and i'm like well you're gonna be the first to die so so they do make male real dolls. Yeah, but no, I'm just like I'm just I was just looking up from my curiosity because I was like, Stacy, if you don't think I've already looked that up and done research on it, you were mistaken. I didn't think you hadn't. I'm just looking it up for my own benefit. <laughs> um, I once watched one of those HBO show specials. You know how they used to have those where it was like just like creepy sex shit late yeah. at night, and I was watching it. And it was, like, porn stars trying out, like, a male's real doll. Oh, did you ever see Lars and the Real Girl? Uh, I saw parts of it, and I got really sad, so I stopped watching it. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying... <laughs> anyway, so, like, all the porn stars were, like, fucking this dude. And you could, like, take his penis off and put it back on. And, like, have different penises. Oh, well, on. that's handy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just making jokes. Oh, I was taking for it all the male, For all the male listeners who are like, oh my god, a detachable penis? That's terrifying. I don't know. I, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know what? If robots became sentient and wanted to have sex with me, I would love to. But I don't want to hold those standards for humans. <laughs> you know, I would just be so worried that, that like... I don't know. I'd be worried that I was taking advantage of the robot. Mm-hmm. 
Like, are you sure that you're sentient? Are yeah, you like, sure? are you sure that you're sentient? Or are you doing this because you're supposed to, like, ma- you think you're supposed to make me happy? You and know? And they were like, are you programmed to lie to me and say that you love me? Yeah, or... yeah. Are you, like, are you programmed to, like, want to make me happy and that's why you want to do this? Or do you want to do it, like, because you want to do it? You know? And, like, what if they don't want to do it, but they're programmed to have to say yes? Like, yeah! Oh, my God. Like... How horrible would that be? Then you've raped a robot. I know. And you don't even know. And you don't even know it. And they have no way of telling you. Oh, God. And they're just screaming these are things. These are these things that I, like, I legitimately have thought about that a lot. Yeah. I know. It's like the movie Her. For some reason, that movie just pissed me off. Oh, I never saw it. Oh, God. It's so... It's like, you're like, so this is made by a straight man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just like that. It was just like made by a guy. Mhm. You ever see... I don't think that makes it inherently bad. No, it's just it's hard for me to explain where you're just like really yeah. really. In the beginning of the movie, she's pretty much created to fit his psychological profile to be perfect for him. Mm-hmm. And then of course they fall in love. But it's like she oh, was created, yeah, but she was created to, be, to be perfect for be, him. I mean, it's not, they weren't supposed to fall in love. That's not how they were designed. But yeah. that's, you know, if you're going to do that, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And people, like, fall in love. Blah, 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 blah. Bunch of other stuff happens where the ending is not as disgusting as I thought it was going to be. Mm. But the whole time I was just like, just like, I don't know. It's. <laughs> When they have these, like, f- these, like, psychological movies where it's like, what if in the future? It's always like, what if you fell in love with a woman who was perfect? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. What yeah. if? Whatever. Who cares? That's oh, this lady in her cart. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, it is definitely usually um, female female robots female robots female welcome voices. to feminism and robots we've ruined everything for you we've ruined everything <laughs> nothing is enjoyable anymore <laughs> um so i do you remember jay and silent bob yeah they crowdfunded a game oh cool um i was never really into them but i wasn't them. but i figured but good for them i would imagine that some people listening would probably be interested i guess so, thought I would just bring that up. What's the game going to be about? Just like I think it's them. just like a like a side scrolling, like just fun game. I don't think it's like anything. Like a you know like they fight people together. It's called. Do you want to know what it's called? What? Chronic blunt blunt punch. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> That's cool. I like. I don't do drugs, but that sounds cool. I like it. <laughs> so. And you know what, uh, so they, they crowdfunded, they raised $400,000 on FIG, and do you know what else was crowdfunded on FIG? What? Psychonauts 2. Cool. So. Everyone's pretty hesitant about Psychonauts 2, because of, because that's the same people who made Broken Age, and a lot of people were not happy with Broken Age. With Double Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like Broken Age was, you know, it gave you what you promised. I, mean, I okay. So, can you explain to me? Are you talking about like unhappy with the game or unhappy yeah? They were with, unhappy like, with, um, 
they were unhappy with the game. I don't know why. They were like, yeah, it was mismanaged. They didn't spend the money right. I'm like, what do you, what do you, how do you think games are made? Ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it irritates me sometimes when people, um, like, honestly, yes, sometimes there are companies that, like, mismanage their money and things like that. But also, at the same time, I think a lot of people sincerely underestimate how much it costs to, like, make things. Like, yes, a point-and-click game shouldn't cost that much. However, that game had, like, well, you know, Act 2 was kind of a disappointment. But that game had, like, an orchestral musical, the music and the sounds and the voice acting and the, and the, uh... The art yes. was all above expectations, so... Yeah. Yes, I just ate a child! Yes! I will and now not... you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, those were... That was all worth three million. Well, but it's like when people, you know, they look at crowdfunding campaigns and they're like, oh, this doesn't deserve to get this much money. And it's like, what do you mean they don't deserve it? You know? They got it. They got it, like... I think it, honestly, I think it's just people pissed that, like, somebody else did it and they didn't do it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same type of thing when people will look at, um, like, say, PewDiePie and the amount of money that PewDiePie makes. And they'll be like, oh, he doesn't deserve to make that much money. And it's like, well, who are we to, like, decide how much money somebody's supposed to make? Somebody's supposed to make and, like, what they should do with their own money. Like, that's their own business. You're not the one paying them. Exactly! You don't, you don't pay them, and, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to support them in any way, then that's, like, you know, that's your business. The one, the one area where I sometimes hesitate to agree with that is with, like, CEO compensation. Oh, yeah, where it's, like, that's actively making somebody else not make any money. Yes, exactly, because, like, so PewDiePie making like, whatever amount of money he does. It doesn't doesn't take take money away from any other people. No. Whereas a CEO of a company, if he wants to give himself a $10 million raise one year, then he looks at everybody else in the company and gives them less money. Yeah, he makes more money by cutting other people out. Yeah, which is bullshit. I think that if you're the leader of a company, you know, like, there are some leaders of companies who will actually pay themselves, like, a livable wage. Yeah. I forget. Oh, my God. I forget what it's company. It's still, like, a million dollars, but it's, no, like, No, no. I forget what company it was, but oh, there was. Shit. I accidentally skipped the cutscene. Damn it. Sorry. Um, but there was a company where a guy paid himself, like, $70,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, the CEO of the company. And um, because he was, like, I don't want to make any more than the amount of money that other people make at this company. Because he thought it was more important to put the money into the company and, like, to take care of people. The rationalization people have is that the better you pay your CEO, the better the company will run. That's not true. I'm Not supported by research. Ah, I see. Yes. It is actually, um... It might actually hurt the company because the guy's trying to give himself a raise. Well, uh... It's, so a lot of times it's like CEOs get paid more at bigger companies and mm-hmm. they do have a lot of responsibility. So I'm not saying it's like they don't deserve to make anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or like if you look, say at like another area would be like college football coaches, mm-hmm. college football coaches will make like $40 million a year. And of course players make nothing because they're college students. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, that always bothers me. Right? And they're like, well, then it'll, like, every, it would make college football not fair and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but you're killing them and not giving them the education they need because you're taking up all their time with football. Yeah. So... I mean, some of, like, some of, some college football teams, like, they work their players, like, as much as you would at a job. And like, then they don't give them time to study, and they don't learn anything. Yeah, and so they'll put them, what happens is they'll put them into basically blow-off classes, or classes where everybody gets an A, and things like that, mm-hmm. and so then they don't end up learning anything, and the problem is, is that... Not everybody in college football ends up going on to the NFL. In fact, a very, only a teeny percentage do. So if you, the whole point... And then these people get injured and don't have a right good education and have no skills. Yeah. And then the coaches make tons of money off of these kids. Oh, and they make like... tons of money. They make tons of money. It's like, it's kind of crazy how much money they make. And I don't know, it's... It's tough to say, like, what's what should they make, what's realistic. You know, you look at... Enough I, money to make up for the fact that the college makes millions of dollars. I know. Well, and I mean, I guess you could look at, like, professional athletes and say the same thing. Although, the thing about professional athletes is that people who are professional athletes have genuine... Have generally trained from a very young Wait, age. Wait, I don't I don't mind having professional athletes make money. Wait, no, 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 no. That's that's not what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying they also make a lot of money. Uh-huh. But the difference between them and um but the difference is that they are responsible for like themselves as opposed to like a college, like a football coach is responsible for like a team of other people. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I feel like compensation structure in the U.S. is really... No, because every time someone tries to bring it up, they're like, well, what about good old-fashioned hard work? And it's like, we're not taking that away, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not taking that away. Sorry, I did a up inflection. Shouldn't have said that. Trying not to talk like that. Um, we're not taking that away. It's just, you know, sometimes we have this, Capitalism is good. It just isn't always good when it's, like, 100%. Well, there's also... There's a difference between... You know, there's, like, a big middle ground that I feel like people don't exercise. Mm -hmm. You have a whole lot of people that are, like, on the lower end of the spectrum. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, a smaller amount of people at the very top. Mm -hmm. And so... If you just even things out, like, a tiny bit, that would make a big difference to a lot of people. And it wouldn't even hurt the people on the top, like, as much as you would imagine, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, to somebody who makes a billion dollars, what is the difference if they make one million dollars less? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, They're still making a shit ton of money, and... But, like, for somebody, say, who makes you know, $30,000 a year, them making another $5,000 a year, that is a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Huge difference. I don't know really where I'm going with this point, but you guys get the idea. So, um, have you been reading anything interesting lately? Uh, I've been reading The Burning Sky. Oh, that's right. We started listening to that together, and I have not... 
picked it up yet to read the rest of it. So don't... It has a heterosexual romance in it from the perspective of both the male and female character. Um, One is an elemental mage in the world where it's like... There are elemental mages and then there's regular mages. Elemental mages can do all the stuff regular mages can do, but they can also control the elements in So powerful. Super powerful ways. And uh, this girl, she finds out that she's, like, a super powerful elemental mage. And, like, the prince sees her from, like, 300 miles away. And he's like, oh, my God, that was fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> the Burning Sky by Sherry Thomas. Yeah, it's written yes. by a woman who usually writes romance novels. Because you know how you when you read a, a book and it's, like, the premise is so cool and everything's cool. And then they're like, also romance. And you're like, but that, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um... But this this romance actually, I was like, is oh, believable. I, you know how you can read a romance and you're like, eh, okay, but then sometimes you can feel a romance and you're like, yeah, oh, oh. you know, it's like when we were talking about if you have like hetero characters, sometimes it feels like oh they're together because they're man and woman, they're man and woman, like just because, yeah, and it's just a given that they're together as yes. opposed to like they actually developed the romance. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this is a good one where it's like you can actually, but when you, when the romance is good, then it actually is developed very well. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we end up liking queer romances more a lot of the times. Well, because... one time I was like, you know, what, when I'm watching TV and I see a guy and a girl together, I kind of feel whatever. But when it's two girls, it feels more right. And you're like, well, that's because they actually try to make it so they have a developed relationship because mm-hmm. then people people don't really question the uh, male and female being together. Yeah. Yeah. But they do question but they, the but gay with the, people. With a so, gay romance, they need to like really see the like, romantic connection. Well, yeah, because sometimes like when you just hint at it, people are like, oh, I had no idea. Like Mulan from, um, from Once Upon a Time, people still don't know that she's gay. Oh, my God. Like, there's a bunch of people who are like, I didn't even know she was gay. And I was like, how do you not know she's gay? How do you not know that? That's so, like, Yeah, I know. It's sad, right? Yeah, I was like, uh, no, I I was like, those two, for sure. Yeah. That's, like, that's how it is, though. It's like, you have to really show it so that people can see it. Also, because people, I feel like writers will sometimes, like, if there's going to be a, a gay like, romance arc, mm-hmm. writers will put a lot of work into it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, if, if the writer happens to be queer themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why wouldn't you? Like, you finally get the opportunity to put a queer romance in your story, and you're like, fuck yes, I'm gonna make this the best romance ever. Everyone called Iron Bull and uh, Dorian's romance abusive and i was like oh i didn't know this gay romance that had nothing to do with you was was uh abusive sorry that uh they decided to have a romance without you wait how is it abusive it's a vaguely snm relationship that's okay well (laughs) people uh yeah okay Um, and it's like it's written by david gator who for the very first time he wrote dorian from his own gay experiences Mm-hmm. And he's trying his best with his last breath on the last game he works on <laughs> to put a, like a diversity of gay romances in, in it. So the one that he had the 
Dorian hands with the Inquisitor, of course it's perfect because it's having to do with the Inquisitor. But yeah. oh no, these two gay guys off in the corner who are minding their own business and doing their own thing? Oh god, we better judge the shit out of the relationship. Even though the only thing you hear about their relationship is by overhearing them talk to each other. And it's so judgmental. <laughs> uh, for, for, for you to sit, yeah. For you to sit there and be like, ugh. Oh my god. Yeah, like, I can't believe they're, it's just so abusive, and you're like, you don't know anything with, about what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can make assumptions, like, you can say this is a relationship is abusive if you're the main character and the romance is about you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But no, when... but if But if you don't really see everything that's going on. Yeah, you basically only see, like, them talking about something that happened. Or oh. them being like, and Dorian, and it'll be like Iron Bill teasing Dorian, being like, "I know you, you left your underwear in here," and he's like, "It was a mistake." Oh. And then Dor- and Iron Bill's like, "Ha ha ha," and Iron Bill, every opportunity he has, proves himself to be somebody who is very conscious, kind, kind and conscious about um, uh, consent. Yes. And yeah. People's feelings. And he, and I don't understand why people were like, oh, he's oh, good, really good at S&M and, like, all this shit, but except for when Dorian's around, and I'm mm-hmm. like, but why do you think that? Anyway, I was just mad about that for a while. I know. That would make me really mad, too. Oh, but we were talking about books. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, hold on. I, so I've been listening to one... We gotta talk about uh, Gamefly, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, I have been reading How We Got to Now. What's that? Which is... Hold on. Just let me look up the author really quick. Uh, How We Got to Now. Six Innovations That Made the Modern World by Stephen Johnson. And so originally, this was like, uh, I think it was a series on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was a series on PBS, and it's it was like a British American factual television series, basically. Oh, so, and this is audio. What yeah. Is the, so they made a book out of this series, uh-huh. and what what it go, what it does is it goes over the six inventions that without which the world would like not exist the way it exists today. Give me an example. Glass. Glass, huh? Yes, because glass exists in the in like fiberglass cables, which is like connects the internet. Ah. Glass exists um, in like not only in houses, but it also like it can protect things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the invention of air conditioning because it allows oh, us to preserve food and oh. to colonize not colonize but like live in areas where we might never otherwise be able to live mm-hmm. um and there's a bunch of other ones it's really good if you like and it kind of takes like the long view through history like it takes just that one invention and it's like okay so it started out you know a couple oh. thousand years ago when like glassmakers let's look at this insane cutscene for oh a second oh my sec. god What? Their dad is a astronaut. In space? I guess. <laughs> Who knows what's happening? What in is this going case? on? 
Anyways, <laughs> so it what it'll do is it'll be like, okay, so the story of glass starts out like many thousands of years ago when the planet was still forming and all of this stuff, and it brings you up through all the way to the present. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting if you like looking at history through, like, the perspective of how it's made type. Slap them that Audible link. Oh, yeah. So if you want to listen to that for free, you can use our Audible referral link, which is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Mm -hmm. And with that, you get a free 30-day trial, which includes a free book. Mm -hmm. Um... And I'm actually working right now, I'm putting together my listener page mm-hmm. so that uh, you guys can see all of the reviews that I've made for different books. Mm-hmm. I only have a couple up there right now, so I am i can't really give out the link. But in the future, hopefully... You'll put it out on your Twitter or something. Yeah, I'll put it on Twitter or we'll, like, I don't know, do whatever with it. Uh, oh, um, there... We're trying out Gamefly. If we wanted to... We bought Gamefly for ourselves and tested it out first. Oh, look, there's a crazy... I feel it in the cosmos. Oh, God. I feel the cosmos. What the fuck is going on? Oh, my <laughs> God. Those kid things are just so weird. <laughs> um, So I got uh, Barbie Dreamhouse and uh, Poke- Co- Pokemon Tournament. Pokin tournament. Pokin tournament, and it's, they both work. The skit, the CDs or DVDs or whatever, are not scratched. And Stacy did a breakdown of how much money you can save. Oh yeah. So okay, hold on. Let me let me look up the thing because. Mm. All right. So if you guys wanted to try it out, you can get a free thirty day trial at gameflyoffer.com slash geekremix, and. Basically, if you were to do the, like, Nine. um, like, it, I think, like, the base cost ends up being, like, $15 a month mm-hmm. for one game out at a time. Uh-huh. Um, and, hold on. It says nine, okay, yeah. yeah that, that, that's the, that's, that's the promotion. Some, yeah, so they, there's a, pro, you can do other promotions where it costs money, but, like, with the link that we gave you, you can do a 30-day free trial. Uh-huh. Um, or you can pay money and get, like, savings instead. But, uh-huh. but a 30-day free trial for the first month. So we tried this out, just to make sure you guys know. Okay. Yeah. And then I was able to get games that I wasn't going to be able to afford to buy, but now I can rent them and we can play them. Yeah. So I got Metal Gear Solid Five and I started playing it, and it was like, the intro is so long. Yeah, but you didn't want to support that game. And, but I didn't of, want to support the game. Because and of so, Quiet, but now you want to play it. And I thought to myself, like, man, I, like, I heard a lot of good things about it, and I really want to check it out, but I don't want to buy it, because fuck that game. <laughs> and so then I was like, but I can rent it for free and not feel well, like... Well, rent it for a fee, but whatever. Yes. Well, I'm on my free month. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So now, so I could rent it, check it out, and then return it and feel like I didn't give anybody anything. Stacy and I have been going to GameStop, and every time we go there, we see Barbie Dreamhouse, and it's yes. not on sale. Nope. And so it's $20 every time we go there. I'm like, damn it! Barbie Dreamhouse is still not on sale! And so, like, how are we gonna, you know, how... It's, like, one of those games where it's like, oh, my God, I bet it's, like, so funny to play, but I don't want to spend $20 on it. <laughs> yeah. 
Gamefly is like perfect for that. If there's a game that you're like, man, like I really just want to check it out because it looks so dumb or awesome, but I don't want to spend that amount of money on it. Or okay, think of it this way: you want to play, you want to, you want to, you want to play twelve games this year, one per month. You could either spend twelve times sixty, which I'm not going to do. Yeah. Or you can play twelve times fifteen. Well, which is one eighty, which is the cost of three full three. You new can play. Games. You can pay one hundred and eighty dollars for three games, or one hundred and eighty dollars for however fast you can play a game. You know how much it would cost you to spend, buy twelve games at sixty sixty dollars? Seven hundred and twenty bucks. <laughs> oh my god! So now you can rent all these games, and it's cheaper than you would get at GameStop. Yep. Just let you know before we do. Before we do these sponsorships, we get the stuff ourselves and we try it. Yeah, so if you guys wanted to check that out, it's GameFlyOffer.com slash GeekRemix. Sorry that we, like, take so long with the sponsorships, but they're just, we like... Just, just, we, we just... We just talk a lot. Well, we also get, like, gen, gen... We want you guys to know, I don't know, how they work and, like, how it benefits you, I guess. Yeah, we want to... What we're good at is gaming the system. Yes. We're very bad at giving sponsorships because we're like, here's how you scam them, kids. <laughs> this is how you scam them. <laughs> this is how you get free shit. <laughs> the sponsorships are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, we had a couple questions this week that I thought might be fun. Oh, wait. Honeycamp Studio is coming out, which is made by the same people who made Honey, Honey Pop. Wait, what is it? Honeycamp Studio. Honeycamp? It's like uh, a, it's a sounds... tycoon game, but for cam girls. Oh, wow. Fun. <laughs> I want to look this up. Oh, my God. Yeah, you ready for this? You know, this is like, it's so funny because it's like I want to dislike this game, but for some reason I don't. But instead you get aroused and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, one of the reasons that I didn't mind Honey Pop, at least like the part that we played... No, it's pretty disgusting. I mean, but, it, like, it's, like, I mind less, like, if a character is sexualized, I mind less if they feel, if it feels like they are in charge of themselves. There's a character later on where I was, like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. <laughs> I felt very bad, but I wanted to get all the achievements. <laughs> bah. Um, it just, like... You know what I mean? It's like when a character seems like very, I don't know. I don't want to use the term submissive because I know that that's not like necessarily unaware. Unaware, like they're being taken advantage of, then that really bothers me. Yes. But if a character is like, oh, you know what? Like in Kanpani Girls, like when some of the girls are like wearing skimpy outfits, but they seem like fuck yeah, fuck yeah, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Then I don't mind. Yeah. I, you know, like, one of my favorite characters is wearing the least amount of clothes because she looks fucking rad. She's like, check them out, dude! She's like, check it! She's, like, winking at you. In, uh... What? In, uh, whatever it's called. Whatever. Honey Pop. Yes. Like, you can date an alien and stuff. Oh my god, really? She's, like, an alien bounty hunter or something. Or something, I don't know. It was weird. Um... Okay, did you want to do a couple questions? Yeah. Okay, so first one, are you guys at all worried about all the staff members leaving BioWare lately? Yes. So, I have two thoughts on this. One, 
I don't really know the whole story about it. But two, if this is like from like the Mass Effect team, most people don't stay at their jobs for 10 years. So expecting like the entire team to stick around through all, all the major guys are leaving though. I know, but like you know most people stay at their job for like 3 to 5 years. That's like unless you're older. But, like, nowadays, people don't stay at their jobs that long. Uh, it's it's a bad sign if they're leaving before the game comes out. Yeah. And it's also a bad sign because that's what happened with, uh, Mass Effect 3. These fucking mm. dudes are all up on my ass. Um. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a good sign. Yeah. Because it's showing that the people who are happy with their jobs... For a very long time, are all leaving at the same time, being like, wow, fuck this. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, it, it depends. It depends how long they were working there, honestly. Mm, these are all the, it's all the guys that people have known to be the solid hitters are leaving, which is bad because it's a brain drain. Yeah, at the very least, it's bad because it's a ba- brain drain. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying that it's, like, it's necessarily good, but you can't expect people to stay at their jobs for, like, 20 years. That's, We're, that's not what people are worried about. People are worried about the fact that, like, all of the people who were the talent are leaving at the same time, and people are wondering, why are they all leaving why now? Why are they at all this, leaving? Hmm. Why are they leaving now at the same time? Mm. Because this happened before, and it was not a good sign. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Jump into me, fish. Damn it. Jump into me. So, um, so this, I thought this would be an interesting one to talk about. So this one comes from, this was not necessarily a podcast question. They asked Mm -hmm. me this, but I thought that this would be fun to talk about together. What? So they said, this is from Explicit Ren. He said, I love Dragon Age Inquisition. Which actor would you cast to play the major characters? For what? Dragon Age Inquisition. Huh. If you were to cast it as a movie, who would you cast? Uh, Solus would be, what's his name from Batman? What's his name? Uh, which Batman? The latest Batman. Not, not, not him. Batman Uh, Begins. Uh. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. No, with Bane and shit. Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale with his head shaved. Would be soulless? Yeah. Definitely. That's weird. It's not weird. It's right. Okay, so I think that, um, I think, I don't know, it's tough because, like, I don't have people off the top of my head, to be honest. I don't really keep up with celebrities. (laughs) I was thinking about this a little bit, and I think that maybe Sarah I would cast as... I don't know the actress's name, but she plays Britta on Community, just because she's kind of small and spunky. You know what? What is usually their voice actors look pretty pretty okay. Yeah, I don't know. Either their voice actor or their face model is usually like pretty solid. Uh, I know that Caden's face model's model is like, oh, what's going on? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a Brazilian model. It's like, oh, my God. 
I'm gonna fail this mission. Um, other questions? Uh, this comes from Amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been into episodic games that have a good story and was wondering what ones we would recommend. Episodic games? Yes. Um, this is tough because, like, I don't... I guess Life is Strange. I, but I don't, like... I don't particularly dig on episodic games as a medium. They just are very handy for Let's Playing. Like I, I like them. I mean, well, I'm not saying they're bad. I just, like, I don't tend to prefer... You know what I mean? I don't really think of them as, like, better or worse. It's just a format that people use sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think, I'm not sure that I would ever sit there and say, like, oh, I want to play an episodic game, you know? I would just be like, oh, I want to play a game. This one happens to be episodic, you know? Hmm. Like, Life is Strange really works with the episodic format because... <laughs> they that were would doing be a mysteries of, and shit. Well, it builds mystery, but it would also just be, like, a lot of fucking shit to deal with very quickly <laughs> yeah. if you were to play it all at once. Well, the story arc, you know what I think they're asking for? Smaller story arcs in the in the in terms of a larger one. Because sometimes people put out episodic games, and I'm like, that was not meant to be an episodic game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it'll be, like, just suddenly cut off, and you're like, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're talking about making Final Fantasy VII episodic, and I was kind of wondering, like, is that because they're going to have, like, smaller stories within the story, or is that no, really just so going to cut it up? They can cut it up. Probably just so they can cut it up. Yeah. I just absorbed a punk. Playful <laughs> punk. I'm going to die. Uh, well, whatever. Um... Other what I what are other episodic games that we've even played? I mean, there's Blues, Blues and, and Bullets, Bullets uh, Albino Lullaby, which Albino Lullaby has only one episode out so well, far. Well, there's going to be another one. Well, I, I know, us. but I'm saying like, I feel like Albino Lullaby's first episode was like pretty closed. If it never comes out again, you know. Yes. You get to the end and you're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> The whole time I was just like, oh, oh. Yeah. You know what I hate is when people are like, I don't understand what happened in that episode. I was like, did you read it in the notes? No. Then we're not friends anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, I have like, I had theories about what was going on, but I I'm not really as like. No, 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 no. The person I talked to was like, oh, uh, I don't know. It was pretty boring. Nothing was explained. And oh, I was like, I see. you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why do you even play a game if you don't care? And they're like, I don't know. I just don't really care about the story and games. I'm like, then why did you play it? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe they just, like, wanted to be scared, I guess. What's going on with these two guys? I don't know. Or, like, what, one time when I was watching C-Top play Blues and Bullets, and he took the opportunity every time was talking to be the time when he would talk, and I was like, <sighs> I messaged him, like, stop it. <laughs> I think the only time, like, we ever do that in games is where it either doesn't really matter or where we're really not taking the game seriously. Like in Heavy Rain, towards the end, where you just did not care. Yes. Correct. 
And we would just talk right over everything. <laughs> we were like, who gives a shit about you and your stupid shit? Do we um, have any other cool shit happening lately? Oh. No, here's another question. Who, from the Star Trek Next Generation cast, would you bang in a second? Data. Data? Worf. Oh, Riker, too. No. Yeah. Riker. I think you're... Are you just gonna choose everybody, or do you have one that you can Everyone choose? except... Captain Picard. Troy, I, you know that having fucking with Troy, that would be something else. See, my the first person that came to mind for me was definitely Troy, because I was like, what would that be like? You know? Yeah. Because she's half Betazoid. Yeah. She can sense your feelings. She would well, probably... Yeah, I would feel self-conscious about my feelings. She would, But she would probably be so good at eating pussy. But the thing is, though, I would be self-conscious about it, because it would be like... Oh, I'm not into this. Oh, she knows I'm not into it. Oh, no. Now I feel bad. Well, she can't read your thoughts. She can read my feelings. You know? Okay, so you're worried that you wouldn't be into it enough? I mean... No, I that's... would just be really stressed out about being into it to the point where I wouldn't be into it because I'd be stressed out about being into it because then she would know and I'd be thinking about that too much. You sound like you're so fun in bed. Well, I'm just saying... Stacey, I'm a neurotic mess, okay? News. I can't even think about a fantasy without being a neurotic mess. I'm just saying, you think about fantasies, and then I think about fantasies within the context of reality. If I was fucking Troy, I would be worried about being on the emotional level that she wants. Hmm. You know? Because what mm -hmm. if I'm, like, on an emotional level and she's like, I can't do this anymore. We're not connecting. I'm like, I'm connecting! I'm trying to connect! And she's like, I don't know, man. That's so funny that you assumed that you wouldn't be excited about something in your own fantasy. I'm just saying, I would be so excited about it, I would be nervous, and no, then not be able to get to that level. Sorry, but, like, it's a fantasy. It can be whatever you want. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> You don't want to be excited in your own fantasy? I'm you want to be yourself? Why would you want to be yourself? Oh my god. I'm just saying, my immediate reaction to someone being in tune with my emotions is, what if my emotions disappoint them? But this is like your fantasy. This is like saying like... What I do can't you not be me in my fantasy. This is the basis. I can be anything but not me in my fantasy. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Because I'll be like, she'd be like, hey, do you want to, like, fuck and shit? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, she knows how I'm feeling. Oh, no, I'm getting nervous. And she'll be like, just calm down. Like, go with it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm calm. But she'd be, you know what, but she'd be able to sense your nervousness and she'd probably. But I don't want her to do her job while she's having sex with me. Because her, be her job is to be, like, a therapist. No, but th that's not, like, her, okay. So we're going to get really into this. And this is, like, a fantasy question. You What you does it tell are... you that my first choice was Data? The emotionless person. What does it tell me that you're the worst? <laughs> you're the worst. Why? Because I've now made you think about possibly being anxious while no, fucking No, because, try. like, you can't just, you know, sometimes, you know how you always tease me because sometimes you'll tell a joke or you'll, and, and I won't get it? 
This is you. I'm taking not this getting question it. seriously. Yeah, this is you not getting it. But it, the, it's a fun question. A, it's a You're fun question. You're supposed to have fun with where it. I you heard her. Don't ask her any fun questions because she will take them so seriously that she will just beat them into the ground. Well, okay? you're supposed to. Yeah? Yeah. That's the... What's the point of being asked a question if you're not going to think about it way too much? What's the point of taking a Star Trek question? What's the point of taking any question seriously? Stacy? if any question should this be taken about... seriously, it's a Star Trek question. This is about your fantasy, and you essentially looked at me and you said, I'm sorry, I can't have a fantasy because I'm too serious. <laughs> I just want you to think about that for a second. Mari, the one who talks about all the weird porn and all this stuff. I and still yet- need to be me in my fantasy. And me in my fantasy would be worried that my emotional state Wouldn't would, you be would ruin the mood. Okay. Oh, my God. I Okay. I need an entire <laughs> roundup where Troy and I get to know each other. And I say, <laughs> Troy, I have a lot of problems. I'm very stressed out about it. And she goes, you know what, Mari? It's okay because everybody else is like that too, and it's really I'm. It's very refreshing to know that you're just honest about it, because most of the time I talk people down. It's okay. Everything's fine. Are those and, telephones? What the fuck? Yes, there's telephones and Katamari Damacy. God, Earth is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. But I feel like she would be a very, like, emotionally, em- like... Empathetic lover. Empathetic lover. And it's not even just, like... I just feel like she would, she would open up my mind and be like, whoa. Nope. No, she not seems today. so much worse than you. <laughs> you know she has. Oh, like because... that, like when Tom Hardy went into her brain and tried to have sex with her and she was like, what the hell? Yeah, and you know that she's also had to deal with people, like, with knowing that people are being disingenuous with her. You know that she's had to deal with that, right? She's gone on dates and been sitting there and been like, wow, this fucking asshole just wants to sleep with me and I am not having it. I'm looking for a relationship and this person just wants to get their dick wet do you remember that one episode where she's like something was up with her i can't remember what it was and she's like trying to fuck this guy and Riker comes in and (laughs) she's like what are you jealous and he's like no no she's like you know i can have sex with whoever i want and he's like you can you can you can i totally believe in your right to do that (laughs) and she's like whatever Riker." Don't you slut Jamie? He's like, I'm not. I'm actually very impressed I'm not. that you're I'm actually, able to... I'm actually very agreeable and supportive of your independence. I'm really glad that you're having sex with lots of people. It makes me happy. And she's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> something was, something, like, something had infected her. You know how, whatever the yeah, fuck Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Remember that one episode where Riker, uh goes to that planet where all the women are the alphas and then he gets in a twink outfit and they're like I like this and he's I, like this okay is nice. and he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds good like they, I'll do whatever he puts on the twink outfit that all the men in the in the planet have to wear <laughs> oh my god oh you know who I would have sex with no problem who the very first Tasha Yar yeah the very first uh Defense officer. Yeah, Tasha Yar. The security officer. Tasha Yar. Totally fine with that because 
You know what she that would be having sex with her would be like? Because she's a take-charge woman. She's a take-charge woman, and I wouldn't have to deal with, like... And she also, she's like a no-strings-attached kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Here's what my problem is. Troy would be like, now I know everything about your heart. I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when really, I just want to be like, later. Yeah. Um, anything else? Do, 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 do. Um, I think that that's pretty much it. Some of the newer uh, viewers have been asking if we could give, like, an overview of who we are since they don't know. Uh, I don't know how to do that, honestly. Um, we are two best friends. We live in the Midwest. And we don't live together. We are not married. Um, Stacy's married. Well, no, I'm saying we're not married to each other. Oh, we're not married to each other. We're not married to each other. We never dated. I think that's sometimes much people all... ask really creepy questions, and I'm like, you need to stop. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all the important stuff, right? Yeah. If you guys want to ask other podcast questions, you can always ask me. It's um. Stacy, I'm having anxiety about the thought of Troy knowing my emotions. You know how sometimes I take fantasies way too seriously to the point where I'm like, what if that did happen? I don't even know why we do questions on the podcast. Because I think every time we... There's always a question that you're just like, you think about it too much and then it stresses you out. <laughs> no, so no, I'm worried you know because now if I ever ask. have a fantasy about Star Trek The Next Generation... It's going to be, like, me thinking about it too much. You, yeah. Well. I th- are you mad because now you're worried about it, too? No, I think, no. <laughs> well, don't turn me into you. <laughs> what are you thinking? You're like, you're like, are you mad because you're like me now, now that we're the same? And I'm like, no. No, I'm now not. Now that we have like, the same fears? No, we do not. I would have sex with a security officer, not Deanna Troy. It's too intimate for me. Tasha Yar is Tasha Yar is a good one. She was cool. Yeah, that's what my problem is. Yeah, it's too intimate for me. Can't. I just it. love how she has sex with Data, and then they're both just like, she's like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Data's like, okay. I wonder what that was like. Yeah. Wait, is this telling you to get to 38 meters? No, say it, I, I have to eat as many twins as I can. Oh, eat twins. Yeah. Okay. I, like, was... We're, I'm talking about the game, guys. Sorry. I totally missed, No, like, don't the, explain it. Okay. Well, yes, we have to eat twins. Sounds good. Um... But, yeah, Mari... Let's see. Mari and I are both in school. Um, I have a full-time job. Mari does the channel full-time because she's amazing. Eh. I think that that's about, that's the, it's all the important stuff, I guess. Um. What are, what are your hobbies? Uh, my hobbies, I do, other than video games, I do aquaponics, which is a thing that you do where your fish, you have fish at the bottom in a tank below a bed of rocks. And you have the water pump up into the rocks where plants are, and the plants drink the water and filter the water from all the fish poop yeah and it goes back down to the fish and you can grow crops in it so you can imagine it there's like a fish there's like a a like a shelf right a shelving Uh unit Uh there's a fish tank on the i'm explaining for them yeah fish tank on the floor 
And then above it on the shelf, there's a big tray filled with rocks and plants. Mm -hmm. And then she has them connected via a hose that pumps the water up and down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because I, if, honestly, if you said aquaponics to me before, like, I knew that you were doing it, I would be like, what? And then I showed it to you and you're like, ew. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, okay. I'm like, here, eat this. And you're like, no. <laughs> you just looked at me. You're no. like, no, I'm, I'm no, not eating I'm not that. eating. Well, because you tried to just feed me cilantro. I don't know. Oh, my God. Mari, like, so she likes to. I eat weird. <laughs> yeah. So she'll try to just, like, feed you herbs, which you don't usually eat by themselves. I was doing it. <laughs> herbs, herbs are garnishes, and Mari will just eat them, like, I'll, I'll eat a hot, I'll eat, eat a, I ate an avocado out of, you know what I saw someone do? Oh, no. I was watching Survival Lily. She had an avocado. She peeled some of the outside with a peeler, which I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. She just peeled some of it, not the whole thing, and took a bite out of it. What? Yeah. Great. You've never seen anything like it. Wow. Stacy thought I was weird for the way I eat avocados. No, I think you're weird because you eat just avocados. I eat more than just avocados. Mm. I eat a, a lot of things. I don't know. You just saw me eat sushi today. Yeah, okay. I love how you thought of one thing. And <laughs> chips. So, Mari just like, I've just never seen anybody eat just like whole avocados by themselves. Yeah, it's like eating an apple. No, it's not. It is. No, it's, it's not. Same. They're like, because I think of um, avocados as like a garnish, like mayonnaise. Oh, no. Or like a chip dip. Would you eat it? Would you eat a thing of dip with no chip? I guarantee you there are other people who eat avocados. Just by themselves? Just by themselves. Well, then you guys should be friends. One Maybe person, you could start your own little, like, I'm me. I'm starting avo- my own channel with Survival Lily. I'm going to wherever the fuck she is. You could start, like, some sort of, like, Mitomo-type network for eaters of avocados. Oh, let's talk about Mitomo and how it's, like, the best and the worst at the same time. Okay, so I like Mitomo, but the f- situation for finding friends really annoys me. Well, it's to stop pedophiles from getting to kids. No, I just, but, like, if, no, I, that, the, the whole, like, you can only be friends with, like, mutual follows on Twitter, I'm totally fine with that, but just let me look through all of them. No, because so what it is, it's, like, Nintendo sets up its friend works, work, networks, mm-hmm. so that you can't just scroll through anybody and pick who you want. It needs to have some sort of chain of, like, knowing people because they don't want kids to be, end up being friends with creepy adults. That's why in Nintendo, it's so hard to add friends on the Nintendo networks. Uh-huh. Because they don't want creep Because cause they design their stuff for kids, and then a bunch of adults want to play it. Yeah, of course. And because what else do adults do besides... Play children's games. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how they design it. That's why it's so intentionally hard to add friends on, like, your Wii and stuff. Yeah. Because... And stuff like that. And they don't have, like, you know, chat. Or, like, at least maybe let people... I don't know. 
Yeah, so... I, or, it, like, let you search for people. It took me two days to add Todd as my friend. <laughs> I was friend with, like... I know, which is why, like, when Mari had me over here today, she was like, Stacy, you have to... In- you have to. You ha- otherwise, we'll never be able to find each other. Yeah, because I was you can like, do it if you're in person. Yeah, with somebody like you hold your phones next to each other and then you mm-hmm. press a symbol. Yeah. So. Yeah, we. I was like, you have to download it today, otherwise, we're never gonna be able to get to each other. I know. <laughs> so. But I already have like I already have a super cute outfit. What does it look like? I only it's- saw you in sweatpants. Oh, on my, so my little person, I'm wearing a cloud dress. Cloud dress. It's a dress with, I don't know where my phone is, but I'm wearing a little, a dress with clouds on it and it like changes, it changes from like purpley pink to yellow. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm happy that they let me have freckles. It makes me feel more like myself. Although it's kind of weird that you can't have like different colored hair. Yeah. Because I would have wanted to have a brighter red. I would like to have had blue hair. But yeah. We beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. But I love that, like, everybody's playing it now. And, and everyone's, like, desperately trying to, like, figure out how to become friends with each other. I know. I Okay, so I was able to become friends with, like, any... I was trying so hard to become friends with Todd on it. And I was, like, friends with all of Todd's friends. And I, even though I am I'm follow Todd and he follows me. And then I was able to become friends with people who are, like, way more, like, famous and shit than me. But I still couldn't be friends with Todd. And then finally, I unlocked some sort of weird algorithm that allowed me to become friends with Todd. Like, that he was the only person I wanted to become friends with <laughs> on Mitomo. And not me! Well, you weren't on Mitomo. That's oh. why I kept messaging you, like, do you have Mitomo? Mm-hmm. Do you have it? Mm. Do you have Mitomo? Uh-huh. Stacy's mad at me because I overthought fantasies with Troy. And now I'm overthinking your Mitomo slight. <laughs> Today, Stacy was very upset that she was not gaining friends quickly. You have offended my honor, Mari. Well, Stacy, I kept trying to explain to you, like, no, no, oh, no, 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 it rations your friend requests, and, like, oh, it happens slowly, and you're like, no, 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 why do you have 28, and I only have three, and I was no, like... No, it's because it just makes me feel like, I don't know, a loner, and I don't like being a loner on social media. Like, whenever I get really sad on social media, I end up just, like, reading a bunch of posts and, like, not saying anything, and that's how I always know, like, when I'm really depressed... Because, because I, you're, like, nobody is noticing me even though I'm not posting anything? Yeah, because I feel like, you know, it, it's not that nobody notices me. It's that, like, I don't feel important enough to join a conversation, even though that's all Just in my head. literally tweet pussy vagina and people will talk to you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> in, the, in the past, I always just say, like, I just find, like, something to say. Oh, yeah. man. I'm, like, the opposite. I'll just be, like, get on Twitter and say something so stupid. And then three minutes later, somebody I, like, have had a crush on for, like, seven years, Raphael, just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, a favorite, it'll be, it'll be, like, LOL. I'm, like, God damn it. You know. God damn it. There's, so I saw this, like, research that came out where they were talking about how, okay, so 
in in my personal opinion, it's faulty research because they found a correlation between people being more in more on social media mm-hmm. and spending more time on social media and depression. Mm-hmm. So people who spend more time on social media are more likely to be depressed. And I was like, right, but that doesn't say that social media causes depression. It could be the other way around. That pe- people who are more likely to be depressed are more likely to spend more time on social media. Ah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's how I am. Like, if I'm feeling more sad, I'll be on social media more than if I'm Staring like... Staring at people, resenting them, planning their murders. Yes, exactly. But, it, you know, I don't like it when research draws it's like they draw conclusions from things that are not necessarily the only possible conclusion to make from data nope if you eat donuts you will die in a car accident yes oh yeah if you guys are ever interested in checking out some funny shit you can check out uh the website spurious correlations which is where this guy basically looks at (laughs) he looks at data and finds data that is correlated, but obviously has nothing to do with each other. Uh, you don't know that. It could be related. I'm going to read you a couple, so that way, um, just so that you guys have a couple funny examples. This is great. So, the U.S. spending on science space and technology correlates with suicides by hanging, strangulation, and suffocation. You can see the graph. Oh, shit. Yeah. What is it related to? Suicides by hanging, strangulation, and suffocation. And what is that related to? U.S. spending on science, space, and technology. Which Uh, basically just means that you can put... Directly correlated. You can put the data on a graph... Stop going to space. ...that correlates with each other. Stop going to space, people will stop dying. Um, It's like when my dad said, you know, every time I celebrate my birthday, I get a year older. So I'm going to stop celebrating my birthday. (laughs) Other ones are... um, are you seeing this Russian doll? That's Watch. creepy. Watch. If I knock into it, smaller... Oh, nope, never mind. When um, I was hitting him, the smaller one was coming out. And, like, the age of Miss America correlates with murders by steam, hot vapors, and hot objects. Well, we gotta stop Miss America, So, too. basically, no, the younger Miss America is, the less murders there are. By steam vapor, hot vapors, and hot objects. And there's just, like, a whole bunch of other, like, random shit like that. It's, it's kind of funny because it it's just funny that the graphs are, like, so close when the things are clearly not related to each other. And, like, it really illustrates that, like, just because things are similar doesn't mean that they're caused by each other. So... I think that's about time to wrap up. If you guys want to check out the Audible link, it's audibletrial.com slash geekremix. The Gamefly link is gameflyoffer.com slash geekremix. And... Uh, Stacy, can you please take the teleporter home? The teleporter? Yeah, so I can go to sleep right now. <laughs> what? It's a joke. Oh, right. Hmm. Oh, the, the real teleporter? Where is it? I thought No, I thought you were telling, like, a different kind of joke. Like, that there actually was, like, I was supposed to know what you were referring to? Yeah, the real teleporter that I own. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were... F- and... Anyway, See, Mari, this is my... you taking Troy's empathy powers too seriously is so stupid, I'm angry at you. Anyway, where is the teleporter? Anyways, where what is teleporter? It? No, I thought you were, like, you were using the word to refer to something that, like, that you didn't want them to know about or something. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, Stacy, take the teleporter home. Wink, wink. Yes, Stacy. I'm trying to not let them know about the real teleporter that I have. And now you're giving it away. Okay. Now, now it's, it used to sound like a joke, but now you're telling them Bye. about the Bye. real teleporter that we have. We're going now. <laughs> <laughs>